You are listening to the Green Living Chat brought to you by Ecoamid Solutions in Ghana. I'm your host, David. There are a lot of people who can identify problems in their surroundings and in the communities in which they find themselves. But it's very difficult to go through the process of turning your ideas into solutions to solve the problems around you. Well, today, Shiv Chala joins me on this episode to discuss his initiatives with his company, 3R Zero Waste. It will surprise you how Shiv, with a background in project management, could transfer all his ideas into possible solutions to solve problems around him, driven by his passion to help his people. I can't wait for you to meet this amazing man. Let's get into this chat. Stick around with us. Here we go. Hello, Shiv. Welcome to the Green Living Chats. It's really a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you, David, for having me. And uh, this is my first sort of podcast, so really excited about it. Yeah, I'm also super glad to to have you on the podcast today because I think we have had some interactions earlier and um, I really felt that it would be nice to get your perspective of uh, how environmental management and and recycling is going on in India. Since we find ourselves in the same circles of uh, Industry 5 and Global Ambassadors, this is a very good opportunity to have some discussions. So how, how is the um, situation right now where you are? Um, are you in India currently? Presently, I'm in uh, Dubai. I'm just uh, traveling back to Kuwait and uh, I have to be quarantined for 15 days. So that's the reason I'm in Dubai. That's beautiful. So how, how about your um, your company? So who runs it then when you're away? Yeah, so even though my company is just uh, nine months old, I have a team of uh, eight people working on the team. Some are full-time, some are part-time. So I have two operational directors and uh, one partner uh, in India. So yeah, things are moving on. You know, one thing that really excites me about um, you is, I think a couple of weeks ago, early this year, we had this discussion uh, with Michael. Uh, those of you who are listening and you might not know Michael, Michael Rather is the founder of Industry Fiber. And he kept mentioning Sheep, Sheep, Sheep. I'm like, who is this man? So, I mean, I went to your LinkedIn and I think you, we, we started having conversations. And the last meeting we had, you introduce yourself briefly and I, I realized that, wow, you have a very interesting background and the work that you've been able to achieve in a very short time in India is really amazing. And I think it would be nice to encourage someone with your, with your story. How did you end up with um, 3R? Yes, uh, but uh, I would start my introduction with uh, the same way I did to you, a 90-second introduction. So yes, my name is Shiv. And uh, I am born and brought up in Calcutta, which is in the eastern part of India, where uh, it was the previous uh, historical capital of India. And that was a lot of history involved in that particular city. Uh, Being educated there, uh, I did my uh, college from an institute called St. Xavier's College, which is uh, one of the most prestigious colleges of India as on date. 
So I do have very good alumni network across pan world. Every country I go, I meet my alumni members and we have a group of people uh, mainly into the banking sector, into financial institutes because commerce is the, you know, the best uh, curriculum in that particular college. So nevertheless, I was not into commerce. I opted for engineering. So there were very few you know, people who preferred to go for engineering from that particular college, but uh, I was one of those because of my inclination towards maths when I was young. And uh, then I moved to Southern part of India where I did my engineering. I have done my BTEC in computer science. And uh, thereafter, again, uh, I always try to do things differently. All my <laughs> friends, school, college mates went to US to do their masters. Out of my 33 students in my class, 31 of them went to US because 99 was the time where the IT was booming. Oh. And uh, everybody uh, was going to US for doing masters and getting a very uh, good job, high paid job. But I was not interested in coding. So I landed up in a company called BHEL. We are there into manufacturing of uh, turbines, boilers, and uh, to commission the power plants. They are the 65% market shareholder of power plants in India. Mm. So I worked with them. And uh, for me, I say it is my free MBA. I, that's my first job for six, seven years. I worked with them. I learned everything what I gave my 120%, you know, everything. I made myself more into the job. I made myself so much that people would come to me to know the knowledge of what is happening in a project. So I got specialized in project management and a software tool called Primavera. So that is where my skills got, uh, you know, uh, very niche uh, skill in India. It was the, I was like first 10 people who were trained in that software. So that made my career a very interesting uh, path. So after that, I had to move to, you know, I, I was passionate about going abroad. And fortunately, my first job was a very a neighbor to your country. I got my first job in Nigeria. <laughs> I used to work with ExxonMobil and that is where I saw how these big organizations take care of health, safety and environment. It was just astonishing. I saw them spending millions of dollars for a small first aid case or a small incident. So I, it was really a mind boggling, you know, thought provoking to me in that particular young age. Uh, even though I was managing almost uh, 150 Nigerian labor force and seven Indian expats, uh, I was uh, that, uh, and from there, my career was like a roller coaster. Every two years, I'm in a different country and in a different project. And that's not because of my uh, like choice. It was just by luck. And uh, I worked with companies like Shell in Abu Dhabi, Bechtel in Philippines, SNC Lavaline in Australia, ESCOM in South Africa. And presently, I'm still working with the Kuwait Petroleum Corporation subsidiary company, uh, working on one of the largest regasification plant for LNGI. This is, this is beautiful. Anyone listening, now you understand why I was talking about Shiv, that he's a great man with a lot of achievements. I think it's very, very um, impressive all the things that you've been able to achieve in line of your, your career. But how specifically did the interest in 
environmental management come in? Yes. So uh, while I went back from India, exactly one year, you know, it was I think 28th of February 2020. Uh, I was I came to India for a small vacation, and that was the Corona time. You know, it was December was the Wuhan Corona spike, and things were really maturing up. I landed up in Kuwait 28th of February, and uh, 3rd of March was the lockdown. So I was very lucky enough to get into enter. Otherwise, I would have stuck in in India for like four or five months. So when I landed up, uh, you know, you understand you're working from home most of the time. The offices are closed. So uh, I'm a guy, I don't have a TV in my house, okay? I don't have any other, like, you know, Kuwait is not a country where you have, I'm an expat, so I don't have a lot of friends. Uh, I do dance a bit, Latin dance, but uh, oh. I don't have a very big uh, circle. And mm -hmm. uh, so I was just thinking, reading about what should I do with my life? And suddenly, uh, during those days, my wife used to run, she's still running a company and she is to work on a project of recycling plant. So I used to listen a lot of uh, works, uh, where to get the material from, uh, what is the process of the recycling of plastic. So, and who is the customer? And I used to listen because she was busy and I'm sitting in the same you know, balcony and or in the uh, living room. I used to listen and that provoked me, you know, let me just do some research. Yeah. And doing them research, I thought, uh, oh, why not to start a company because the project is totally ready. My wife has given this proposal to X company. Mm -hmm. I can take the same proposal and start my own project in India. And uh, that was the thought uh, which came into my mind and which started with uh, starting a project of $100,000 uh, $100, uh, project in the southern part of India for making plastic uh, granules, you know, uh, from recycled plastic granules, I wanted to make an end product because there were many companies who were doing recycling, but they were not uh, showcasing as a brand of using recycled granules as an end product. So there were not many people. And in, even in now in world, I don't see that. So I thought, why not uh, come up with that sort of brand who promotes proudly that I am a recycled product, you know, thing. So uh, the, the thought started from there. And then I went inside into the deep networking people across the world. And then I, uh, some, uh, as a journey of uh, three months down the lane, I understood that Shiv has been doing projects worth millions of dollars. Why should I limit myself with a small segment of recycling? Why should I not? make it bigger broaden your scope and then i yes uh and yes from that thought i i i opened my horizon i saw i i researched on companies who are doing recycling pan world uh and i see that there is a gap you know uh and uh, our indian government is supporting you know companies to dream bigger they are saying don't make a company for 1.3 billion people make a company which can take care of 7.8 billion people of the world. And that is where my, my thoughts were very clear. And yeah, it is very hard. I, I know it, it's the destiny would be, you know, it's a very long process, whatever. But I have made my, you know, uh, the destiny is where I want to be in the next five years. 
to be in the top five uh, waste management companies in the world. I believe that during this time of your research, you came across so many issues that are happening in India, right, in line with environmental management. And aside recycling, which was already, I mean, let's say a ready market for you, you could have ventured into any aspect of environmental management. So why this and, and why do we are decided to focus specially in this? Yes, David, nice question. So, you know, when I uh, started to do my research uh, on waste management, I, I saw that I lack the basic knowledge of waste management. I am an engineer, you know, BTEC in computer science. I have been projects into power plants, into mining and oil and gas. Okay, every aspect of it has an environmental health safety segment, but generally most of the companies showcase that they are taking care of it at the top level, but most do, uh, few, I mean, few do and most don't do. So what I see, to give you some facts of India, in my research, 1.8 billion tons of waste is lying in our country. Since independence, India has not done any significant efforts. Lately, our prime minister, last three years, he has put up a campaign and it is working very well. He has put up a competition between cities, schools, colleges, and motivating people and changing the mindset. So that is happening. So that is one thing which I see that uh, 1.8 billion tons is lying and there's a huge potential. Second thing is uh, in my research, I came to know 3.2 million tons of e-waste is generated every year by India. And we are the uh, third top, uh, you know, we are the top third country who generates the maximum e-waste. And unfortunately in my research, when I'm, you know, because I was exhaustively talking to people across this last 10 months, networking through LinkedIn and other social, other uh, internations and other channels, I came to know that only 1% is being recycled. That was very astonishing. So there were 360 recyclers authorized recyclers, but unfortunately, some of them, they didn't even have an infrastructure. They just have a paper. So that is the uh, uh, sad uh, part of uh, the bureaucratic country that, you know, uh, illegally, uh, and when I say illegally, uh, you might have seen some videos, which, you know, it's common for Africa, India, you know, like uh, a Far East. This electronic waste is being burned by the underprivileged people at their homes, at the roads, at small, small kids, and people are dying. And nobody is counting that deaths are being caused because of this situation. And that is where, you know, uh, it made my mindset that the first uh, aspect I would be, you know, indulging myself is electronic waste. Beautiful. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really getting encouraged and I believe that everyone listening should be encouraged and be thinking about, you know, what we can do when we see the problem. Okay, so now this is how the story is going. You are back in India, thinking of what to do next. You realize that this is an open opportunity. You started researching about it. You started a company. Now let's talk about the solutions that you're bringing now. I have seen that 
3R is doing a lot of projects. Day in, day out, you are coming out with new ideas and all that. What is 3R really focusing on right now? And which different projects have you been into? I think that maybe we can take them one by one because I know you have like really, really interesting projects uh, you have outlined. Yeah, the core operations. So I would just like to start uh, the where I left my introduction and then connect uh, the the statement I use as a tagline. So Shivrao, with 23 years of core experience in project management across 13 countries, is coming back to India to clean India. And yeah. when I that, say this, that sounds that, very very good. <laughs> when I uh, so when I when I say this, uh, some gentleman he laughed at me. He said Shiv. Are you are you a crazy guy? You know, <laughs> how can you say clean India? Clean India is a Herculean task. I have been doing this for 40 years and we have not achieved. So I just want to correct that, you know, when I mean clean India, any part of India, if we are able to achieve, you know, even one kilometer, I achieve, I, for me, it's part of India. So yeah. that is my, you know, thought. And coming to my core uh, operations, so uh, our uh, business, what I have strategized is, there are two basic segments of my business. One is on the waste management segment, and the second is on the environmental consultancy. So in the waste management, uh, the first uh, ele uh, electronic waste plant we have set up, it is based out of uh, IMT Manesar, which is a uh, hub for motor vehicle companies like Suzuki, Honda, Maruti, they are very well based out of this particular like Maruti when they came out here in 1995, if I'm not wrong, they established themselves and they are the uh, biggest uh, market shareholders of, of uh, passenger vehicles in India. So I've chosen this particular zone because uh, there is a big company and a lot of industries surrounding that company. And uh, Gurgaon being the like uh, the IT hub. So when I say electronic waste, I'm looking for my customers, IT customers. So electronic, uh, uh, a lot of electronic companies and IT companies are established in Gurgaon. I'm planning to have four plastic waste plants for which I have uh, approached Alliance to End Plastic. It is an in international organization. Uh, based out of Singapore. So they have uh, proposed an expression of interest uh, for cities of India. And uh, I have applied for three cities. Uh, one is in Gurgaon, Vishakapatnam, and uh, in Pune. So uh, hopefully if we get that grant, uh, we are looking forward to you know set up those particular uh, facilities. And we have set up a proper budget, proper project proposal and it integrates with our you know sustainability model of our company and then the third uh, area which is the community waste which includes you know, the daily waste of the citizens so that is the area which will be the third area where we'll be working on so uh, other than this i want to launch something called waste audits which is uh, uh, in industries, there is there, you know, there are some big corporates who have, do, who does that, but very few of them. So uh, I am doing this for industries and I'm doing this something totally innovatively for household. 
i have never heard in any anywhere in in the world where you have a company who will come and go and help you to audit your house because i know in my house 20% waste is lying but i don't do i don't think about it i don't care about it it is using my space right like same as we talk about industry 5.0 when i talk to personal life you know i felt that 20 15 to 20% in everybody's house would be there so why don't i make a business model where i go i give a service they pay me maybe uh, $50 or $20 based on the size of the apartment i do that service for them and at the same time i make that raw material to to my company so it's a win win situation so that is something which i am trying to bring uh, uh, that is in the waste management segment the environmental consultancy we are doing the uh, eia uh, if i am not sure if it's same in eia right environment impact analysis assessment so yeah. assessment yeah what we do for different uh, big corporations big projects so that is something which uh, we are uh, uh, bringing to the company other than that we are bringing iso uh, integrated management systems osas and uh, environmental consultancy wherever the the company needs help mm. and this includes industry 5.0 yeah i can i can see that your background clearly reflects in you know all the operations that um you are you are doing currently with with your company you you are back in india and thinking of a new sector indulging yourself in a, a whole new sector um the way you are saying this project and the things that you have been able to achieve within this short time someone might think that is so easy for you <laughs> and i i know that of course you face some 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 challenges in that apart from the financial part of it and investing into it what are some of the challenges that you are facing in your operations right now before we get into your global ambassadors and how you are um helping to encourage the youth see the the first challenge was uh, the lack of knowledge so as i mentioned to you because i was not in this business like you know people say if you have been in education or a historian then you could do this if you are a doctor you can open a hospital right so i didn't had this experience so what i did is the initial first 3 months i took a course from evac in switzerland which talks about you know a full uh, fledged uh, course of uh, like a diploma certificate uh, managing uh, working about water waste talking about um, uh, sanitary waste then um, fecal sludge management so there are four different uh, segments you know and i uh, luckily i was able to finish the whole course in the you know prescribed time so that was one of the major challenge for me as a education so i did uh, as a backup i did my course then uh, covid uh, i was uh, like you know I, my project background so i talk about cost and time is my key things and uh, i had plans to start uh, the company on 1st of october and to start my uh, production on 15th of january so i was able to achieve that irrespective of covid covid was a challenge because i have to do uh, interviews and uh, uh, i have a very passionate about it was very tricky uh, interviews i took interviews almost 200 people to uh, to select my four people but uh, the good part of it was i was learning with every interview 
because I am not. So that was my good part of it. So I was learning every aspect of that particular person, that particular city, what was he doing? So everything was, you know, my learning. So I didn't take it as uh, the real interview and I got very good people and I'm connected with them. Either they are my staff now or they are uh, approaching me to help me as an ambassador or as a volunteer for my uh, nonprofit organization. These were the two things. And the third challenge, being a, you know, a service person is a different to see your uh, employees. But being a boss, being a leader, of a company, CEO of a company and managing your staff is a very big challenge because I'm seeing that people are joining me and then, you know, uh, because of uh, lack of transportation, because of COVID and that, uh, and my, uh, I, I gave the freedom of working from home, but it didn't work for me. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, being a waste management company, I wanted to save two hours of transportation for my employee and for me, you know, I don't want he or she to be traveling and wasting her time. So I gave that opportunity to my employees to take it, but the output was not there because I think mine is a new company and uh, we are all learning. So we cannot be sitting in one area and learning, you know, it was a very difficult for me. And uh, that would be one area of advice. You know, I would say that as a startup, uh, working from home has to be little bit thought of and only few tasks can be done well from home. And, and what about the, the Indian uh, culture and how people are very acceptable to change? Because, you know, you are introducing a lot of new things. How do people receive it? Something, example, is the, the auditing at home. You know, people might be a little bit reluctant to, you know, these kind of services and benefits are they going to get from it. So how do you package your projects and how do you package your message to make it attractive to people? Yes, a very interesting question. And uh, it was just today morning, me and my, one of my mentor, we had a meeting with a company called uh, Z Loop. They are a Dubai-based company. Uh, but I'll tell you what they do before I let me answer your question. So uh, how do I motivate people to do some environmental best practices? So that was, uh, if you have you know, my uh, pitch deck, uh, in that uh, segment, I have a scope of work and item number 3.2 specifically, I talk about blockchain technology. So I have in my mind, I want to bring blockchain technology to incentivize people through an app, which I, I'm going to create. Uh, and this particular company already did this. So this was in my game plan. And then today I had a meeting, they have already implemented in Dubai. So, uh, so my thought process is uh, when people are doing eco-friendly gestures like proper segregation or doing a waste audit, getting a waste audit done or uh, going to, uh, buying eco-friendly items. So every aspect of their transaction of their time and money will be incentivized through some tokens which will be using cryptocurrency, which is the future of uh, the money tomorrow's money so that is where i thought i will bring that in picture and luckily we found this company and uh, they are already doing this not exactly the same thing but very close to what we are doing and they are ready to you know uh, pivot give, give us a platform or co-brand our platform for india and yeah hopefully if things work out i think uh, that would be a big uh, change 
what I was thinking to do very down the line, maybe in 2022 later part, now we can do it very quickly. Wow. I think it's a very brilliant idea and I really wish you the, the best in that. Now let's get to the global ambassadors and the youth uh, ambassadors. So you told us about this youth ambassadorship that you started, encouraging the youth to get into, you know, leadership in um, environmental advocacy and all that. What is, what is this all about? So before we go to the youth ambassadors, you know, I would just, if you have seen my website, you might have seen the global ambassadors. So the global ambassadors concept was the first one, which, uh, as I mentioned to you, I started networking February, the, I think March 2020, the seed was in my uh, brain. April, uh, April, May, you know, that, uh, that uh, I was that plastic waste uh, equipment uh, project was on my uh, brain. And I started networking and I am an ambassador for like internations. I, I don't know if you're aware of this website. I am a council there. So I do events pan Japan to San Francisco. So internations is a group of expat community in different countries. So when we do this COVID, everything was online. So most of the events were online. Then I could you know, attend Japanese events, San Francisco, Europe, everywhere. So I used to do waste management events. And I used to meet people uh, across the world. And uh, when I asked this question uh, on my pitch deck, if you see the first slide, are you concerned with waste management in India? I asked the same question, everybody. And the answer from Japan to San Francisco is yes, because we share the same earth. And uh, that is where I decided that global ambassadors I'll start the you know the global ambassadors because that is where I met Armela from Finland and um, Michael I met and uh, so many Balaka, Bhanu, Mark from Singapore, Balaka is from US, Bhanu is from Australia, uh, Katrina is from Malaysia, so you know Bola is from US. So I have already got these global ambassadors and then uh, their role is to. Uh, just share best practices. There is no monetary involvement. Uh, share best practices, share their knowledge, attend meetings when we are doing, um, give their inputs on any specific expertise. Like Mark is an expert in, uh, he's uh, working for a software giant company. So he helps me with any software related, like now this uh, blockchain app I'm going to develop. So he will be helping me in that. Social media is being helped by Bhanu from Australia. So this particular uh, thought process came uh, in May, June, and accordingly I developed that, you know, and it helped me. So when I pitch to companies, you know, uh, they see that I have a wide portfolio of people across my, you know, network. And uh, so that was one uh, thought ambassadors. The youth ambassadors came much uh, later. It was just maybe in the month of uh, October, November, we started that. And the reason why we started in October, November is I started a non-profit organization. So 3R Zero Waste Private Limited was formed in July 2020. And then on September, I formed a non-profit organization because in India, uh, like myself, from 2011, I am a philanthropist. I spend 1% to 2% of my salary into social work. So I have done a lot of, I can share you one more website where my social work has been, you know, it was a different brand name. I was more focused in rural education 
and upliftment. So I used to go to villages of uh, India and share my experience, how education has changed my life and motivate kids and do some donations in terms of uh, cricket equipment, volleyball, sports, because in villages they don't have, they have land, but they don't have any equipment to play. So I, I go and do that. I share my, you know, I did some competitions uh, to encourage their English and stuff like that. And uh, some small houses, wherever possible, somebody didn't have a house, proper house, I, I helped them to build a house. So small things like, so uh, philanthropy is part of my, you know, uh, life. So uh, what I have done, uh, I have requested all my employees to share 1% of their salary to the CSR funds of my company. It is not a force, but at least in the contract, I'm trying to, you know, I, I want to show them but if I can give, why can't you, right? And that is where I thought I should have a, a non-profit organization where this money will go and we will help in helping the rural population of India talk about waste management. And that is the where I wanted my help of global youth ambassadors. This global youth ambassadors they come under the non-profit organization to promote the best practices across the world. Again, this uh, youth ambassadors are across the world. The first lady she has joined, she's uh, in the grade 11 in uh, Dubai and um, Aisha. So she's the first one. Then I have uh, in India, we are planning to have four youth ambassadors and we have one from US. So we want the same concept of having in every continent. Uh, where kids network because now it has been a, like a happening thing that kids this is for them so they should be aware of and uh, and it is very new I mean we have been only for the last three months uh, but we have had almost uh, six uh, meetings and they have come up with some very good uh, innovative uh, very innovative solutions how uh, schools can participate to become uh, green uh, schools and green universities and stuff like that and I hope uh, that will really bring a change in the society. I, I, I think your work is very amazing. And all the innovations and the projects that are coming up, it's, it's so, so, so amazing. How do you see yourself in the next five years? What are you picturing? What is the picture you see of your companies, your projects, and even as, as India as a whole, bringing in the fact that you want to clean India? So as I uh, mentioned, in the next three years to the three R zero waste to be in the top three waste management companies in India. And in next five years, uh, three R zero waste to be in the top five companies of the world in waste management segment. So that's my, you know, picture where I can visualize. I do believe that you can achieve this because you are such um, an amazing person, uh, very humble as well, and very innovative in everything that you do. So how do you think uh, the public can help in, in, in achieving these goals and all the projects that you're doing right now? And also if collaborators, you can let collaborators and investors know which areas you are open to, what kind of opportunities they can get if they come in. And also the general public, you can also consider these uh, the global ambassadors and, and, and the youth ambassadors. So how can we collaborate with you, Shiv? Yes. So uh, again, during my networking sessions, I use, uh, because I do network. When you're networking, you're collaborating, right? And that's why how we met. So when I, 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 I came up with a 
I don't know if it is you have heard before, collaborative innovation. Because I think innovation, if one person does with his uh, mindset, with his mind, is limited. But when we collaborate with a group of people, that is massive. So I, I am a firm believer of that. And uh, it is, uh, and uh, innovation is my first value of my company uh, out of the three values uh, what I have put. So yes, in terms of collaboration, the first aspect is uh, I have come up with something called Garage 360, which is uh, innovation hub. And again, this is a concept where I, I have taken from the you know thought process of industry 5.0. Uh, I was just wondering where, wherever I can implement things smartly. So my factory, uh, we have started 500 metric ton uh, capacity factory, and I'm expect not expecting my factory to be run on a 24/7 basis. So I was seeing my factory was going to be uh, ideal in the nighttime. So what I've done uh, during the nighttime, I created a space for innovation, wherein uh, I have uh, already inv invited you know young minds uh, to my factory, wherein they can stay you know for the night. They can stay for a couple of days. You know, there is a space for sleeping. Uh, there is a space, a separate, uh, you know, uh, bathroom, uh, taking care of everything. Food will be arranged. Okay. And they can spend 48 hours, 72 hours, you know, package. They come and they innovate with the available resources in my factory. So this is something where I'm very passionate about. And... Uh, uh, I'm going to, you know, promote this as I grow because presently financially I'm not sound to, you know, because we have uh, we have started paying rents. The the operating expenditure has, uh, you know, started, but we are not able to get some, you know, revenues because contracts are not readily available. So I'm not uh, pushing it much, but that is one area where I want, uh, like, you know, India. We have not done much innovation on waste. So there is a lot of uh, potential is there where I want to involve uh, citizens. Uh, industries where they can give their waste to us and there are a few industries like some leather industry they want to give their you know the sliced leather but uh, they don't know what to be done so this is one area where uh, i am looking for uh, association the second is uh, the growth of the company as we grow you know we would uh, have our uh, people can visit our website uh, zero waste dot co dot in zero being a numerical zero and uh, our social media pages, which we can share in the podcast below. And uh, our uh, non-profit organization, which is uh, 3RZW Environment Foundation. So, and the website is uh, zerowaste.org.in. That is where people can uh, contribute uh, both in terms of time and money to support uh, impact uh, projects. Uh, recently, we have done one project in uh, one of the uh, sector one Manisar, where we have donated uh, dustbins for uh, separating, you know, plastic waste. So things like that, we can do more. Presently, we did from our capacity, but we would like to do more projects like this. I think that it's 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 a great thing, and uh, investors and other people out there will be very interested in um as part of the um global ambassadors team i actually wanted us to have this conversation and put it out there so that we can also expand the global ambassadors team because people get to hear about this innovation and things that you're doing the great minds we can even collaborate and implement the same ideas in other countries and we open and widen the community that you are you're you're making right now 
and it's it's a very very good idea. I I, I have one more question for you, Steve. If you were to change something in India concerning the way we behave towards environmental protection, what would it be? I would say the education. The education of environment is very very minimal in India specifically, uh, and it has changed. You no, know, maybe it was point zero zero one. It has become point zero two, uh, but I think. Uh, it has to uh, be a more significant number and it should be applicable from maybe from rhymes you know from the start the people start studying in the rhymes also you should have mother earth and environmental issues storytelling so it should be all across and um, i see you know i see english uh, language being a compulsory course for every graduate if i'm not wrong either there is something which is common i would say environment should be that common language irrespective you are an engineer you are a lawyer you are a commerce graduate you should know about environment first being as a humanity it's it's been a great conversation having you here um shiv i don't know if you have any last words yes and uh, no the last thing what i would say is uh being in this industry uh, definitely we want to grow and uh, yes uh, investors uh, presently you know people have asked me about uh, shiv can we invest and i told them no for now because i said that i should have the feeling of you know how i have uh, i can do it i can make some profits i have invested uh, close to you know couple of uh, thousands of dollars but i want to show this is a profit making is it is a social entrepreneurship but it is for a profit so once i know that you know i can make it then i can justify taking investments from people so that is why i have not taken as of now but since now the plant is ready and hopefully by next year we will be able to see you know couple of uh, traction in the business and i want to expand this electronic waste to into bigger plant or uh, wherein i'll have my own premises presently it is on the leased uh, premises i want to buy my own land and uh, set up and the government is uh, you know putting up good uh, perks for uh, recyclers in india so that is a good thing so i would be open if people are interested for uh, impact investment and for taking some equity uh, that is one area and yes and uh, thanks david for uh, bringing me on the board and being part of uh, the global ambassadors of cr zero waste and i'm very hopeful that you know if you are ready to implement any aspects of this i would be glad and you could take as a my one of the ambassadors that role of how things what things can be duplicated where you know and based on the personal choice of that individual so maybe from the next uh, weeks uh, i hope you are attending our this uh, friday there is a meeting definitely and we can discuss that particular aspect you taking that particular aspect of the ambassador role thank you so much shiv it's been a very interesting um conversation and i really thank you so much for making time even as you're traveling right now and you're very busy and you make time for this and for sharing your thoughts and uh, the innovations that you are, you're doing now i really appreciate you coming thank you thank you david bye
Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you have been encouraged to make a change in your community. Well, you can be the next sheep in your community by turning your ideas into possible solutions. Of the numerous environmental issues that we see around us, let's together try to make a change the mess that we have created in our environment. We would love to hear your comments and things that you would like to hear more on this podcast. Let's get this conversation running. See you on the next episode. Until then, live green.